The number one trait women look for in a man is a sense of humor. And if you don't think you have one, guess what? Yes, you do. And I can reach my tiny little hand down deep inside of you and pull it out. I've worked with hundreds of men and we've got their banter game up to where women are responding. They're not getting ghosted, they're getting dates, and they're getting, you know, something else. So if you want to knock more than just her socks off, go to kristenandchill.com. If you banter better, you'll date better. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of The Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. Hey guys, welcome to the Ask Women Podcast where you get real advice straight from the source. Women and two dudes that I have in studio. Marnie, again, is uh, not feeling well, so she's calling in on the phone um, when she gets on. Hey, Marnie, you there? Hi. Hey. Okay, so um, I'm going to intro our dudes, and it's where, we have two, right. it's where we have two dudes, so Marnie, you're really missing out. And I love, ta- I I love tattoos. This is I like saw the thing. picture of the doctor. He's sexy. Oh, very sexy. And Jerry's very sexy as well. Oh, two hot guys for Kristen. Yeah. Hey, uh, Trisha, I don't think their mics are working. I'm not hearing them, at least. I don't know if you guys are hearing them. Hello. Hey. Hello. We can't I hear can't them. hear you. Either. Oh, I can hear you. Hi. Hello. Can you hear me? Is, is it breaking my like Roberto? Oh, they sound beautiful. <laughs> there we go. Hey, so we've got Dr. Chris Donahue yes. here with us, who's got a book called Sex Outside the Lines. Um, and we're going to talk about that more in a minute. And then also uh, Jerry Rocha, yes. very funny comedian. Thank you. One of my faves. Oh, stop it. You know what bothers me is that there are so many funny comedians. And I'm not trying to say like you're not popular enough, but right. you're not popular enough. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. That's <laughs> you're good to not, hear. I'll like, take it. There's so many others that we could have had on the show. <laughs> <laughs> so many so more numbers. popular ones. Yeah, yeah you're going to bring our numbers you down. Numbers if anything. Thank yeah. you um, But uh, Chris, you're, should I call you Dr.? Chris is okay, because my name is Chris also, so... Okay, call me Dr. Donahue, then. Okay, because no Chris's could be doctors if it was up to me. <laughs> We're quite oh dumb. And a good voice, too. This is going to be hard for you. <laughs> and how are you going to concentrate? I'm not concentrating. I have to look at my phone right now so I don't look at him. <laughs> um, so Dr. Donahue is uh, a doctor of clinical sexology, and um, you're working on the new, lo- the revamped Love Line with Amber Rose. Yes, I'm co-hosting it with her. We uh, brought it back. Dr. Drew retired. Right. And wow. passed the torch. Very nice. cool. So is it still just called Love Line? Love Line podcast. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And, 2016 version, though. It's a little bit different now. Oh, I'm, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. We, we went on Love Line a bunch, me and Marnie and I. And, oh, very cool. Oh, yeah. So we're pros. <laughs> yeah. That's not your first Here, time. Here, w- I say pros and then hoes? Don't. Don't be on your cell phone the entire time. That's one note. No, I'm not. I had to look to get the name of the book. 
<laughs> but no, not you, Chris. And I oh. think for Dr. Donahue, when he does love Lyme, don't be on your cell phone all the time. Oh, Dr. Drew I, does that. Oh, really? yeah. Although he's been, he did it for like huh. 25 years. So I guess I should give him credit that he could still. So it was like a flip phone he was doing. In the 80s. He was on the landline. Yeah. Come on. It was a rotary. <laughs> That's hilarious. Awesome. Yeah. 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 So I want to talk to Dr. Donahue because he, he, he knows everything about sex. And I wanted to hear more about sex outside the lines, the authentic <laughs> sexuality in a sexually dysfunctional culture. So, you know, I, I wanted to talk about just your thoughts on a sexually dysfunctional culture and what exactly that means. Like, do you think we're all fucked up with how we view sex, how we think about sex? Like, what's going on in our culture? Yeah, am I a weirdo? Like, I gotta know. <laughs> yeah. Do I need to read the book? Just please, please up. read it. Please Wait, read it. That's why it's sitting here. Yeah. Uh, I, you know what? You know what? The book was written not out of an attempt to just have a book out there, but because every patient that was coming to my office and all the questions I was getting when I would do university lectures and even on, uh, I'm on the doctors as well, and me and Amber have a show on VH1. And the questions were always the same. And I was hearing a lot of therapists and quote-unquote experts just reinforcing these problematic norms around what sex is. Like, how what? Okay. Well, for instance, there's no such thing as erectile dysfunction. Sorry, Viagra. There wasn't? Or there, there is not. No, your penis I don't buy is going to operate yeah, I don't buy that differently either. at different times. Your penis is not supposed to get hard and stay hard whenever you want. Well, you want. is it kind of like guys when they're older aren't getting boners the way women won't get pregnant? Is it kind of like yes. evolution? Yes. Thing, or like when a, you're 50, 60, 70, and 80, your body is not meant. It's like, do not right. make babies. Yeah, so it's, it's completely Pretty much. unnatural to jack your dick up when you're like seven. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. <laughs> but listen, this is the thing. It's like uh, a woman putting on makeup in her 70s. It's like, give it up. Like, it's not necessary. But think about it. A really good sex partner doesn't need his penis to make you happy. Um, some would agree. disagree. No, I, I, <laughs> no guys with small penises no like Jerry. Way. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I have the tiniest, most unsatisfactory. Well, dick. small small penises are okay. We're not going to yeah, body yeah. shame. We're not going to no, go shame. for it. But I don't, I don't but good partners will use their tongue. They'll use their fingers. They'll use toys. They're not just going to go for penetration. I go, I go tongue first. That's why I don't care about hygiene. I, don't, I damn the risks. <laughs> well, I go, dive look, in. What that's the, why, the biggest thing is, and that's obviously the tongue over the penis for you. I don't know. Like, it's, you know, thankfully my girlfriend likes both. I'm, I'm proud of that. Like, she's down with either. But like, you know, I, yeah, I definitely like I enjoy like, like it, it's it's so true. Like, you know, you could just there's a million ways that naturally without even bringing out some crazy just, you know, dildo to shame yourself. You know what I mean? Well, like, how about this? If my fine. partner just wants my penis, I'm bored. I'm bored. Dude, exactly. Bored. Yeah, it's like, what do you mean? You yes. know, you know I have a whole body. Okay. Really? I have a whole body. We have so many guys listening right now that are so angry at you for saying that because they just want a girl to want them at all. And you're like, I have two girls <laughs> wanting me just for my penis. They're like, fuck off and die, dude. Okay. Hey, Marnie, um, I know this is kind of yeah. weird, but we're going to actually, um, we're going to, we're going to hang up on you. Because we don't Why? like you and you're fired from the show. Oh, it's not going through? Okay, but make sure. So if it's not going through properly, just make sure to, like, not talk over each other because it sounds horrible in my ear. Oh, okay. Um, sorry. And really, like, I, I, I want Dr. Donahue to talk to our audience about how to use those other things if they are not, and how to use their penis correctly. But all, all of those things, like, I want good instruction for our audience on how to utilize everything they have all right, you, you just insulted uh, us. I'm sorry, Marty. <laughs> who the fuck doesn't know how to eat pussy? How? What? What? Oh, is wait, 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 are you really asking that question? Yeah, to me, it's like oh, so, a lot of guys. A lot really? of guys. Are you? Yes. Are you kidding? Oh, yes. It, it, you're missing yes. out, you idiots. It's so. I mean, gee, imagine yeah. it's it's. Imagine. Remember how much fun licking a nine volt battery was? All right, times a thousand. It is so much to do it. 
How stupid are you? Look, this you're not devolving your manhood. Fuck all that machismo shit. Eat pussy, you cowards. Just do it. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm nobody's having a nobody's having a problem with eating pussy. Okay, and the ahead. fact that they don't want to do it, it's the fact they don't know how to do it. And some people, some women especially, don't give proper advice or guidance on what makes them feel good, either because they're uncomfortable, they don't know. So a lot of guys either shame away from it, they think right. they haven't pleasured a woman, they don't want to do it, or they're intimidated by it, so they don't want to go down. Don't be. Nobody's, all the men yeah. listening, don't be scared. Dive in there. Fucking French kiss that clip like oh my God. tomorrow. That's how you do I it. Really okay, okay. Mom. So let's get Dr. Donahue to give you advice on that. <laughs> what do I say yeah. after that? I'm <laughs> sure that he shuts up. You can actually give some good advice. Yeah, shut up, Jared. <laughs> Jeez, uh, Marnie. Yeah, she's oh, going right, for right. it. I would say this. Thank you for having me on your show, Mark. I'm happy I drove out here just to be told to shut up. Thanks oh for the uh, invite. You could have stayed home and been told to yeah, shut up. Exactly. I know. I have a girlfriend. Could have gone home eating a pussy, actually. Wow. <laughs> no, I think, no, you just nailed it, though, Marty. I think it's, well, actually, both of you did. Uh, don't be afraid to go down, but I want women to actually guide, ask for, and direct because everyone's body's different. And the worst sex partners are the ones that think they know what every single girl wants because guess what? They don't. Right. You don't. Right. Right. We yeah. Well, um, as Marnie was just saying, some girls are very um, they're they're they feel shame or or they don't know how to ask for what they want. I'm in the same boat. Like I've had it, and I'm like, ah, uh, it was all right, but it just more felt like goobers than like something. And I think <laughs> it was Jerry mean? actually <laughs> was going down on you. Yeah, I'm no good at that. I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I talk a lot of game about it. Wait, what does goobers mean? I don't know. It just felt like movement. There was no like stimulation of anything so what did just, you do you just lay there and allowed yes yeah and okay. i like pretend so that's your fault it. so that's your yeah, fault you no gotta, yeah i know hey, we, we get we get the oral sex we deserve <laughs> oh that's that? great right this that is a is tense great. show i feel, so I feel true. it is very true though it is very true because i don't ask and then i i am like that I, I promise I you that i get the exact oral sex i want every single time because i ask for it and I get us there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So always. Uh, so you have patience though, because I think some people, like girls or guys, could be embarrassed about asking. Like, I mean, it's, sometimes it's a turn on to say, like, "Am I doing this okay? Am I doing this right?" But there is the person who's like doesn't want to be bad at something, and so isn't maybe open to advice or thinks right. they're doing it right. How do you initiate? How do you initiate saying this is what I want, and this is because you're saying you're like you're getting what you want. How are you doing it? Experience. I mean, this is going to be one of the most controversial things, maybe even for the show. You have to have a lot of sex. I, I don't think people should only have a few sex partners. You have to have a lot. Uh, someone tweeted me the other day and they said, how do I, what school should I go to? I want to do what you do. Don't go anywhere. It doesn't matter. Get a degree anywhere. What you need to do is go have a lot of sex. If you want to be a <laughs> good chef, news. but listen, you want to be a good chef. You need to learn how to cook foods, all different kinds. You want to be a good writer. You better get out there and write a you lot. You got to write and read. Yeah. I mean, you have to be, you have to know every aspect of it. Like, but if you're having a lot of sex, that means you might be spending as much as you would on tuition because you got to take the girl to dinner <laughs> at least. I mean, or some drinks. But so see, that's, that's the gross sexism that I rebel against. I am so imagining. Shit. Here we go. Yeah. Because you shouldn't, sex should not be something that's bartered or paid for. A hundred percent. Sex is not earned. And, and if you, and if a woman's going to think I'm going to request and require Wait, it's things. it's not earned? No, uh, you shouldn't. I agree. I mean, I don't think it should be purchased like in terms of, hey, you well, want a meal, here's sex. Or but even earned I think that. it should be earned a little bit because you shouldn't be like mean to someone and then expect that they're going to not. But you know, it's like, you have to earn it with nice. But also, but like you know being, what I mean? But being mean, that's another awful way to earn it because that can happen too. Or you could just prey on somebody's insecurities 
And then the next oh, thing you know, you said awful shit. And like those, like those, all those stupid turds who read that stupid book, The Game. Right. And right. do all like the all awful our listeners. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank it's you for like, bringing that up. Yeah. It's like, look, that is the dumbest fucking look. You might, you might as well just lock yourself up for being a rapist already. If you read the game, <laughs> if you practice any of that creepy shit, apologize to your mother right now for being a fucking scumbag. Totally. Because that I agree. is like the worst. I mean, I don't know if the doctor agrees. No, I, no, like you, you nailed it. Thank you. Am a I? doctor that agrees with that would have to lock himself up. <laughs> Take this degree away. They do, but they do. And that's what's really, really close. That's why I wrote this book. This book is the opposite of the game, awesome. right? And a lot of therapists follow the game where they'll say, you know, you need to do this. You need to wait a certain amount of time. You need to have this happen first. And real sex and relationships are the opposite of that. There's no correct length of time or speed with which to move. When people are like, it's too fast, it's too slow. There's no such thing. There's no right time or right way to have sex or when to have it. It's about dismantling all of that, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. And how do you dismantle it? <clears throat> By being authentic and vulnerable. You can either date in a manipulative game-playing way, which is stupid. based on a plan and steps, and it's stupid. Um, or you're authentic and vulnerable, which is, I'm going to text you as soon as I want. How about that? Shocker. I'm going to ask you out again. As soon as I want. Again, shocker. I'm going to yeah. have sex oh, as soon as so I liberating. feel comfortable too. Shocker. So let me, liberating. I, let me, yeah. if you don't mind me jumping on this, because like right now, I'm not trying to talk shit, whatever. I'm in the best relationship I've, I've ever been. Get out. Period. We and, haven't been mean to you enough. Get yeah, out. I know. I'm now sorry. I'm, I'm out. Okay. <laughs> now Marty's back. And it's because there was no game playing. We met each other. It was an instant attraction. There wasn't any other bullshit. We hooked up the second time we met. It was incredible. And it's, and it's all honesty. It's just, I'm going to be who I am. She's going to be who she is. And it's perfect. But how'd you get confidence to be that way and to date that way? Where'd that come from? You know, it's I, I, this is such a weird, like bullseye that you have to hit, but it was from doing stand-up. Yeah. I was going to say, cause just, you're hilarious. We'll stop it. It was, thank you. But it was just from doing comedy. And then all of a sudden, you know, I, I start doing it and like, like you said, like when I, the first couple of times I had sex, I can only imagine how awful it was. It was, you know, was so, oh, it was, it was terrible. You know, but then like, you know, you just start like, it starts happening more. And then, you know, and when I was younger and I was single on the road and like attractive women were like, hey, you made me laugh for 20 minutes. I'd love to fuck the shit out of you. I'm just like, okay, yeah, let's do it. You know, I was just, yeah, sure. She's like, and, you can make me laugh for two more minutes. Right, exactly. Yeah, you want to really laugh? Well, <laughs> yeah. wait, till <laughs> wait till you fuck me if you want to laugh. But, you know, like, and it was, you know, and that's, and it just kind of becomes that, you know, just, and, but it's not just stand up. My point is you have to be confident in who you are as a human being and not in a douchey, way you get what i'm saying like yes. you know uh, my friend this is gonna be weird but one of my best friends is a comedian who passed away and mike de stefano i just talked about him on our last podcast and that's so weird i brought was, him up at, five minutes ago right we were like brothers and mikey had the best line he said all the wrong people have confidence oh yes it's I, that's it's, the best opener and, and it's, right and it's like and i think I, I mean i don't mean confidence in like that phony yeah. the game not to shit on that again but not like that i mean confidence in like look I'm secure with who I am. My girlfriend knows that we're going to have sex and about 450 of my action figures are watching because I own them <laughs> and she doesn't give a but shit. But you're nailing it. You have to practice. It's something that's practice. So practice people say, yeah, all that. people ask me the questions of when's the right time that I should call them back? And I always say to them, when you want to. And the more right? you do that from a place of when you want to and you fail and succeed, the more you'll get confidence in the sense of just being who you are. I need to listen to that because I just got out of an eight-year relationship and I am now playing all these games. That I haven't remembered for eight years. I, I, I didn't even use them before I dated my ex. It was like, I was innocent then. And now I feel like because of the internet and all these apps, it's like, I, I know there's so many choices that I feel very freaked out that I'm not doing it right. Because you're trying to be liked. Exactly. Stop 100%. 
Stop trying to be liked. Dude, you're like a fucking comedian who goes on <laughs> stage and like, hey, keep it going for the troops. Just pandering. That's all you're doing. Yeah, no, it you're is. You're pandering and you're getting cheap applause and it's not worth yeah, it. Yeah, cheap applause. Here's the goal. Remember, when you're dating, the goal is to be known, not to be liked. Right. You're not trying to be liked. You're trying to let them know who you are full on, fully authentic. Anytime you see yourself falsely presenting yourself, you're just trying to be liked. Well, it's I guess ego. I know I've done two, th- or done two things right because I had one guy block me on, um, on Instagram because of a joke <laughs> I offended him with. Okay, and I like and I like jokes. <laughs> you don't and so that. yeah, if someone's gonna block me over a joke, douchey. Don't want him anyway. Why would you block? So me? I was being authentic. Yeah, that was good to know. Thank and you. then yeah. two, um, I this guy were this guy and I were going back and forth. Great rapport. And uh, he, all, I mentioned, I think too quickly for him hanging out. Like I wanted to meet him. He seemed really cool, and I was very attracted to him based off his pictures. And I made a joke like about hanging out and. But I was serious, and then he unmatched me. Wait, whoa! On a dating site, you actually attempted to see someone yeah, exactly. go on a date. Holy shit! And then he and he unmatched me. How dare you? But Isn't you that know? insane? Good, good. Thank you. Say thank you to him. Send exactly. my thank you. Right. To him. Right. You know, you because never, guess what? what a waste interested, of time that would have been. Interested people like signs of interest. Right. If someone likes you, you can't call too much or too soon. Exactly. You were, right? dude. You were nailing it on the head I, right here. You know, and I think people don't don't call too soon because they don't want to know the truth. They don't want to know that they don't like them. So it's like. You know, like this one guy that I'm talking to right now, he's he's texting me way more than I'm texting him. And I love it because I like that he's interested in me, but I'm not texting him as quickly back because I'm afraid he'll lose interest in me. That's and it's so sad games. and pathetic. The I know. The minute you're not being, being authentic. Yes, it's insecurity, ego, and I'm trying to be liked. I'm trying to, and guess what? When you're trying to be liked, you're denying them an opportunity to get to know who you really are and to see if you're a match. Which is a shithead. Because if you're one of those, if you're one of those girls that likes a lot of closeness and intimacy and you want to blow their phone up all day long, fucking do it. Because they need to know. And that's, that's okay that's that you, you are. are. Right. I'm that guy too. I will blow your phone up Dude, every hour on the hour and be like, what's going on? And if you don't like that, good to know. I'm not being needy. I like intimacy and closeness. Right. And uh, tattoos, obviously. And tattoos. Which are very <laughs> attractive, by the way. Thank you. I, um, the first guy that I started kind of going out with after my breakup had like sleeve tattoos. And I was never, never knew I was in tattoo, into tattoos until recently. And now I'm like, fucking yeah, tattoos. Are you them over there? Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm giving them goobers. Do you have any? No, I have none. See, I, I don't. I, my girlfriend is covered, not covered, but oh, she's she got, is? Yeah, she's tatted. Do you like them on women? I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck. I, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I, whatever you, if I'm a track, I, I'm like those, I see the aura. I don't give a shit That's what you have. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. That's Look, if, if you have, you know, if it, my girl, we can, and I got whatever for the, for the shallowness of it. Yes, yeah, she is. You met her. She's gorgeous. She's very pretty. She's, but I don't give a fuck. Wait, I, hold up, hold up. That's not shallow. To say that I'm attracted to the person no, I'm you're with, right. you need, I want people to say, right. I'm dating and I don't want to be shallow, so it's not about their looks. I want it to be. I want you to be sure. physically attracted. Yeah. If you're with, there should be no shame in that. That's not shallow. It's how you manage that as to whether or not shallow, That's but be attracted to people you're dating, please. Oh, yeah. I got lucky. I'm extremely attracted to her, but we clicked on our sense of humor. It's just, you know. Which makes you more attractive. The minute we met, we were already riffing. So, so she's sort yeah. of funny too then? She's really, she's funnier than me. <laughs> she should get up on stage. I mean, she's she's way funnier than I am. Like we, you know, it's fun. But we, yeah, we, that's how we, you know, bonded. And it was like, holy, she was one of those like, man, how, where the fuck have I known you before? Well, I've never met you, but yeah, okay. And it just, it just has that instant. And that's, you just got to be yourself. And yeah, that, that game playing shit is so stupid. And it's just sad because it is insecurity. It's so stop all, doing it. Yeah, I'm doing it. Stop doing better than that. You're better I'm trying. You're, well, I'm you're, vulnerable. You're and you're funny. Shut up. I don't know just about don't that. Be asking, don't be asking. Oh, just, oh, I hope you, don't, hope you won't like me. If he doesn't like you, that's his fucking problem. I know. I know. And it was funny because actually on the way down here in the car, I was thinking to myself, 
because this guy that kind of dissed me recently is now texting me again. And I was thinking to myself, I wish that I had this feeling when he actually dissed me because now he's texting me and I feel like so great about myself. But I didn't have those feelings when he did because I was like, he's right. I'm not good enough. I'm not sexy enough. I'm not funny enough. I'm not cool enough. Which might not even have been the reason why he dissed you. Maybe, you know, he lost his job and didn't feel secure and confident enough to try to date someone. That happens. There's like a thousand versions (laughs) and backstories as to why people don't show up to another person. (laughs) Why are you laughing? Because it's 2016 and you both just said diss. Like it's a fucking rap song in '99. Well, I, I am I am 75 in my cultural, you know, associations and knowledge base. Yeah. I'm just no. I, your advice was spot on. I thought it was funny. Well, I'm about to say da bomb. Da bomb. Yeah. I just thought it was funny that she said distant. Wait, what's the current word then? Not dis. I don't what know. I don't know. I throw shade. He was that. Oh whatever, yeah, throw, You know, like yeah. you can't say that. Doesn't sound right. It's better than this. No, you could do it. Say nice. just say throw. You could pull it off. Just say hey. He was trying to throw some shade. Boom. <laughs> well, you know. To say it like the Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's so funny. Why did it just get awkwardly quiet? I don't know, but I'm happy. I'm still happy. <laughs> but I think everyone in America should read this book because, you. dude, it's so refreshing to to you know. Because no offense, but you look you ha- you look like a, like a guy who'd be like a dickhead, but you're not. <laughs> wait, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm going on. I haven't been. <laughs> no, you, but you're a great. You're a brilliant dude who wrote a great book. Wait, what's really? the book called? Sex Outside the Lines, baby. Oh, Where on. can you get it? You can get it at any bookstore at Barnes and Noble, Amazon.com. There's no maybe. orders anymore. No, there's not. Uh, Amazon.com, BN.com. Put it on ebook. Is it digital? Borders. Yeah, for sure. See, I travel for a living, so I sadly I don't yeah. buy book books. You you can buy it on audio. Sadly, it's not me reading it. It's some really boring British man who will fall ah. asleep. So hang in there. Sorry about that. Don't forget. Women will love it. Okay, good. Women will love it. It doesn't matter, boring British or exciting British. It's it's just refreshing to see somebody because you look like you get laid every night of the week. And it's it's good to see someone who has that aura about them not be a dickhead. Does that make sense? Yeah. All right. So it's you haven't known him long enough, though. I I feel like we could see. I can already tell. If I see this guy, you go. go, You're having. You look like you're having sex every night of the week. You're like, I am. (laughs) But the way he he, he didn't say it like, yeah, smell my finger. You know what I mean? He was cool. (laughs) He was cool about it. It was. That's why I'm down. I'm down. But anyway, could I smell your finger? (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. So okay, I I read in your bio that you talk about body shaming. Yes. Talk to me about that. Okay. I would say body shaming and body... And do it to Jerry because he okay. deserves it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Body shame me all day long. You're body shamer. Balding head. You're body shamer, huh? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not. I probably just deserve to be body shamed. I don't know. Well, yeah. I, you know, not to get all intellectual, so hang in there for two seconds. Right now, we're in a place where psychology wants everyone to believe that body issues are this internal, intra-psychic issue. It's not, right? We live in a culture where you're not allowed to not hate your body. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I had a fight with my colleagues at my clinical practice where we had magazines in the waiting room and they were, you know, People Magazine and it's Jennifer Aniston, hottest woman in the world. She's white. She's skinny. She's wealthy. That's a shit message to put out there. Right. And I tell people, if I look at your phone, and I look at everything you're following on Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat. You're showing me your psychological health because you're internalizing that. We are, mm-hmm. Our brains are built on that. And if you're following hot chicks in bikinis. You're reinforcing the idea that that's the specific right way one has to look and you compare yourself. Yeah. Well, I, I've been on this rampage of Instagram lately, which I need to stop. But I am constantly just finding pretty girls that are like Instagram models or actual models and just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And then that's what's kind of seething up, with I think, with the, de- with the dating stuff. What? You're seething with anger. Yes. Like, My finger's shaking. Fucking fucker. Yeah. So, it really is really upsetting because then all of a sudden I'm like, 
in this mindset of I am so not good enough and what am I even doing in the world? Like, what am I doing yeah. doing existing when these are the people that are out there? And before, it would be like, oh, 1% of the people are the beautiful people and then everyone else is regular. It's like, well, on Instagram, it seems like 100% of the people are the beautiful people. Yes. And Stop then you start following feeling, that shit. Like, that's the number one. It, no, no, no. That's it. number one. Stop looking for it because you're looking for yeah. it. Yeah. And when you find it, you're, 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 you're going into it. Number one, stop posting that shit too. Congratulations that you lost five pounds. You don't need to p- post a picture of someone in a bikini, right? I feel really healthy. I lost some weight and I'm eating better. That's awesome. So I do put responsibility on the posters. Enough of that shit. Yeah, it's about like, building careers on. And it, no offense, but this seems to be a, a woman thing. I mean, like, I don't sit there and just follow Instagram guys with dicks <laughs> twice as big as mine and like, ah, there he goes again. Another picture of that giant cock. You know what? <laughs> like, I don't do that. Like, I don't, I don't follow it, but I definitely bump into it where as I'm looking at Instagram, there's dudes that are standing there and they're ripped up speedos right. at the hotel parties in Vegas. And of course, you know, I'm a human being. So I look at it, I go, do I look like that? Am I supposed to look like that? Is that what people want me to look like? So I myself have had to unfollow and get away from all that as well. And so is it just unfollowing it? I mean, it's got to go. It's got to be a bigger process. For sure. That. It's a couple things. Number that one. That doesn't hurt. No, definitely not. Unfollow that. Stop posting it. Stop buying those magazines. Seriously. So you're just basically saying don't expose yourself to it. I'm saying don't expose yourself to it. Don't support it. Stop watching that kind of television and this kind of magazine and surround yourself with friends that don't talk in those ways. And if you do, tell them to stop talking about their bodies. Right. Or I have another idea. You could go to Vegas and just watch the guy who's in charge of the showgirls laser point a little fat on their bodies just so you feel better about yourself. Right, like, right. Eh, at least that's not me. Yeah. I mean, you could go the evil route. That's I'm just saying. That's yeah. that's, that's that that's I that's think going to the wrong casinos. Every time in, I'm in Vegas, everyone is really ugly. And it's like really? a self-esteem boost for me. It's just like Midwesterners that are like you know, just like Who the fuck else goes to Vegas. I mean, it, 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 <laughs> well, I never see this romantic side. I think I'm just not going the right pools or something. No, there, it's no it, look. That's, Wait, what are you going there looking with the romantic side of yeah, Vegas? Vegas. Yeah. Not romantic. Oh, no, that's not I don't to be mean, found. No, I do not mean actual romantic. You mean romantic. like the, I mean, the like, glamour. The glamour of it. The glamour yeah. of Vegas. Yeah. I never see it. Anyway, when I, I go there, like ninety percent of these idiots are trying to make rent. That's why they're there. Yeah. So there's nothing glamorous yeah. about yeah. some psycho. Don't go there for borderline child molester at some sports book sitting there yelling at they. Come on. Yeah. You're not going to find anything glamorous there. Sorry. No, not at all. Well, the sex, like the the body issues, though. It's like girls are are you know more to in tune to having those feelings, but guys do feel it too, like you just said. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners have body issues. What do you suggest besides actually working out to feel better about yourself? Because, I mean, working out can change your mind working you know, out and both. actually get a good body. But Working out is both. I, you know, I'll put myself in this. I don't go to the gym just because I like it. I also go to the gym because I have to. And I hate that I have to. And why do you have to? I have to because I know I get booked on television because they'll squeeze me into a tight dress shirt and I'll have biceps and they'll talk about that. Mm. And so I'm trapped in the same hamster wheel everyone else is. I don't want Again, to our listeners are like, screw you, dude. Well, You're getting sad because you get trapped in, bi- in showing off your biceps. Well, yeah. There, I mean, I acknowledge that there's a privilege in that, but there's also an exhaustion and a held hostage. Oh, totally. Yeah, as well, of course. That we're all reinforcing that and we're all trapped in it as well. So I, I, I mean, I recommend going and getting healthy. I would never use the word muscles. Go and get healthy. Healthy is better than anything else. For sure. Use that word. I mean, that's why I'm trying to bank as the receding hairline schlubby guy. Like, no, we want you. No, we want this guy for the receding hairline and the schlubbiness because then I'm set. I don't we, have to we go. We need you to even gym. things out. Yeah, I'll be good. The world That's can't be I'm, too beautiful. I'm trying to bank on that one. I want to be known for that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I think the journeys, the, uh, we are nothing but uh, a sponge for everything we surround ourselves with. So that's yeah. that's my answer. 
you have to really look at the in, the influences around you and the people you're spending time with, and that'll shift how you feel about yourself. Right. I spend time around people that talk positively about me and themselves. Yeah. Well, me, to your point too, though, about like, you don't have to be a gym rat. Like, and you could tell me, you probably would know this, you could probably eloquently say it way better than me, you know, but you would be amazed at what just minor changes to your diet are going to make you feel with that. You don't have to go and do it, you know, lift a, you know, 40 ton chest piece, like the world's strongest man, company. you know, you could just eat a, a little better. And you'd be amazed if, you know, if, if you, if there's any dudes right now, quit drinking sodas. You'd be amazed if you just started drinking water, how much that's going to change your, the way you feel everything. Mm -hmm. I'm not, am I wrong? Oh no, oh, you're, no. you're dead on it. And, and your site, look, sexual functioning. If someone comes in and a guy says, I'm having erectile issues. The first thing I look at is his weight. If you're overweight, it's expected, right? If you're eating Skittles and drinking Cokes, it's expected. Yeah. So before I'm even going to talk to you about how your penis is functioning or even a woman's, uh, Penis. sexual drive <laughs> like your dick or her penis. Yeah. i want to know what your diet is are you exercising are you getting out in nature those and even if you're depressed as a psychologist if someone comes in like i'm depressed i want to know are you exercising what's your diet like what kind of influences are around you because until you've dealt with that we can't get a baseline 100 percent correct what was it the wrestler stone cold steve austin had a great line where he said you can't outrun a shitty diet Bam. so before you even start working out before you even start jogging if you can go jogging all day but if you just go to mcdonald's after every workout what was the point of it right so i mean it's and like, i'll tell you uh, an anecdote i used to get so in la shockingly there a lot of colds go around i have a have cold right that? now and i've had one for literally like eight days okay here's your solution i used to get every cold that went around i was sick for seven to ten days every couple months i gave up sugar in october mm. all processed sugar sounded crazy people gave it up i never got a cold again yeah I, I actually read something about that recently because some some post was like this lady hasn't fed her baby sugar and its entire life and it's like a really healthy baby or something I'm like See? loser baby the kids like you're right the kid's gonna live to be 700 years old <laughs> we don't want him to live that long well um the sexual functioning and um body image is a huge thing and recently i was um i talked to this guy and he said the thing that makes the girl best in bed is not having any not being self-conscious at all and it's really hard to get to that point when you are like you know inundated with all these beautiful women constantly and he said like when you want to, when the girl like needs to shut the lights off, that's a huge turn off. And is, is that actually like, I think sometimes it could be cute because I'm like, oh, I have no, really small shit. boobs. And I try to say it in like a cute way. But no, but that's because no, I'm, no, when you're, no, that's not cute. What it's you're not. Doing is you're trying to get permission for your boobs yeah. when you call it out I, like that. I am. If you want the lights off, you want the lights off. But I that's when I do stand I by my, I have really why. bad jokes. Right. I'm just trying to get permission for them. Stop doing that. Because what you're doing is you're highlighting it. You're making an issue of it. You're bringing attention to it. And you're asking for permission. Well, I think that's something that people like myself or maybe Jerry, like com comedians do because it's like you want to attack the 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 thing first before other people can so it's like you're self-conscious you want to jump on your own grenade yeah but i was i was bullied in high school and so like i always made fun of myself first so that i owned it it wasn't sure. the other people it doesn't work though it feels like it does but it doesn't it doesn't yeah it doesn't i mean look if you want the lights off sure that's fine but i wouldn't you don't need to announce it you know, it's, there's no need to be like, well, here's why. Yeah, just like, no, yeah, just like, yeah. Hopefully there's, not. Nothing, there's nothing erotic about anxiety. Yeah. And so hold that in. Unless you're Jewish. <laughs> but I will tell you. Which I am. Are you? I just found out I have like 12%. Oh, so jealous. Ago. I'm Mexican. That would... I, everybody thinks I'm Jewish. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. You're Mexican. Thank you. You're so... <laughs> <laughs> that's the wackiest thing ever. So crazy. Because you're so Jewish. I, I am. I'm very Jewish. And acting. But yeah, no, I am. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I am, I yeah. You know, I, here's, I think, personally, I, I always like 
feeling a little insecure, not anxious, but a little insecure when I'm fucking because I think I go the extra mile. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? I think I do a better job. It's like before I take the stage, I think it's always good to be a little nervous. You don't want to overwhelm yourself, but you want that nervous energy. Yeah, the energy. cockiness makes you, you want not the energy. Yeah, I mean, you want to be a little cocky, but a little nervous. It's hard but to find that yin-yang balance. Okay, well, we're going to get to this when we get back. So I want to ask you, because you seem like you would be cocky in the bedroom, but not in a bad way, not so. in a bad no. way, but because you know what you're <laughs> I doing. I think you'd be I a mean... wonderful lay, doctor. But we're going to take a quick break and be uh, back with these two funny guys. If you listen to the Ask Women podcast, then you are already miles and miles and miles ahead of other men when it comes to attracting and getting the girls you want. But I must confess, there's one missing piece in the puzzle, and that's flirting or the ability to ignite sexual chemistry with any girl you meet in a matter of minutes. Most guys suck at flirting. They can't flirt their way out of a paper bag. But as your personal wing girl, I can't let you be one of those guys. That's why I want to show you the most effective step-by-step formulaic approach to flirting with any girl you like. This formulaic approach has been tested on thousands of girls and has been proven to work like magic. Yes, magic. You just apply the formula and see results instantly and it's that powerful. To find out everything about this flirting formula, all you have to do is go to winggirlmethod.com slash flirty. I've made a special video for you where I reveal what this formula is all about. Go to winggirlmethod slash flirty and you'll find out all about it. Hey, so we're back with Dr. Chris Donahue and uh, the ever um, other smarty doctor, Jerry Rocha. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, is Marty still mad at me? I think she is. She is. <laughs> Marty. I am actually surprised I didn't get any text from her saying like, I hate this guy. Yeah. Tell him to shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really hilarious. <laughs> Tell him to keep shutting up. What a bitch. No, no, no actually, you, I like you, you, you're, you come off nice too. I've been with some comedians who are real... Dicks. dicks. Oh well, thanks, man. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. I was saying you were not you're not popular enough because all the dicks seem to be really popular. It's okay. The shit rises first. I, I'll does. wait. Don't worry. I'll be all right. And some of them are dicks. I go to Crunch Gym, which is across the street from Laugh Factory. Oh yeah. And the Comedy Store, mm-hmm. and a lot of the big names are in there, and they're as dicky oh, at the gym as they are on stage. You know why? All right. Can I just say because they know they're frauds. That's why deep down they know they're untalented right. and they hit the lottery. Well, someone called in. We were talking <laughs> about. That. I went to see not to name drop, but right at the height of her career, I went to see Sarah Silverman. Sure. And she phoned it in. She had nothing prepared. She got up there. And she's I've seen like, her do that a few times. Yeah, I'm badass. And then there was like long periods of silence mm-hmm. trying to figure out what to do, what to say. Yeah. Where did you see her at? Um, the Largo. Okay. Yeah, she's here's, up there a lot. Can't tell you why. I, in defense, yeah, of that, yeah, yeah, here's yeah. why. I know because. Because she's working out new shit. That's why. Cool. And it feel it sucks that you'll have to be the guinea pigs for that. But where else is she going to do it? You I respect I mean? that. Thank you yeah, for yeah, reframing yeah. that. Because, yeah. But as an audience member, it looked like she didn't care enough. To oh, no, 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 no. What it was was like, look, I, you know, I have to work this stuff out. You know, like I, this is my opportunity. Next crappy university lecture I get flown in for, I'm going to use that. Sorry, guys. I'm Sorry, just so unprepared. <laughs> I am. It's just that I'm working it all. We're out. Working out, working out the new stuff. I've been working it out for eight years. I still have nothing. <laughs> I'll get there eventually. Um, I actually, it's funny because I did see Sarah Silverman a while ago at, at UCB and she was working out stuff, yeah. but I could tell the, I mean, it's UCB, so they kind of accept it. It's more that artsy, sure. artsy crowd. Sure. But, um, she had, she had like nothing and she was just like, I'm really high. She was really high. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least she gave a disclaimer. Just let us know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Chris Rock will do that. At the, I saw Chris Rock. That was the other comic well, I was going to say. He'll be like, guys, let's say like, look, let's just bring down the expectations. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is all new stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that, that's all, that's all I, I cool. promise. Yeah. 
So you mentioned you have stuff in the book that touches on marriage, and we do have people that listen that are married. Um, poor, poor, poor souls. Bless them. God rest their souls. Um, we're doing it wrong. Is that what you said? Oh yeah, yeah. So a lot of people that have heard me speak or read the book think I hate marriage. I don't hate marriage. I just hate the way that we do it. Um, God, a thousand thoughts about that. Well, number one, we live in America where we are narcissistic and self-obsessed and we want everything. We want to do me. I'm working on myself. Actually, can I talk right now? The show's about me. Okay. (laughs) I know. That's not relationship. Relationship is not an I. So the minute you're going into the therapy I statements, you've left relationship. Relationship's we and us. So it's not, I need to do me. I need to work on us. It's not self-esteem. I need to work on relational esteem. It's not, what do I need? It's what does our relationship need? And that is the opposite of what psychology in America will tell That sounds terrible. Sorry, I was about to burp. I don't want to do, I don't want to do something where I can no longer be like, this is what I want. You can have that, but you need to, if you're in a relationship, consider the impact on the other person. Imagine the balls. Sounds awful. Imagine the poor guy's balls. (laughs) My ex could speak to this. That is so selfish. Well, well, it's because I, I know I definitely, I definitely am. I just missed making it all about me. All right, that's it. I just missed it. It's it's true though because all of a sudden, I, I mean, for me, I start to feel like I'll lose my identity. I'll stop being me. I get paranoid. You're supposed to. Over. That's what, that's what a relationship is. I don't want to. Lose you my have identity. to look. Be prepared to be disrupted and changed. Yes, but it, so I feel like, but aren't marriages like that right now? Where it is like people are too much me or us, us, us. Oh. Oh, here's the deal. Right? I, I don't feel like buy it to be more like you should focus on things that make you feel good about your own personal you self something. so then you can break into something. the relationship. The marital failure rate is 60 to 70% of divorce. Brutal. The cheating rate is also about 60 to 70%. It's not working. And what we're higher. Oh, well, it's going to, it might be. I mean, it's fast but climb. it's because we're not doing it right. We're too self-obsessed. So do they do it right anywhere else, like in Europe or anything? It, it, you can't say it like Colonial that. times. <laughs> when they do that right. When there's no other options. When they beat their women, it wasn't really right. no other options. That's what it was. You didn't yeah. have Tinder. You couldn't go on and find hundreds right. more. Yeah, Jebediah couldn't log on to his <laughs> Facebook page and have some, you want to see my tits? I'm like, oh, sure, right. No, I like that pressure, though, because if, if I can lose you and I have competition, then I have to be my best. Right, right, right. That's true. That's really true. But no one's doing it right. I, I, other other places have other cultural norms woven in that are throwing off what might be them doing correctly. But America, we're also so work obsessed. We put work before everything. Dude. Oh, honey, I'm sorry I haven't seen you for 40 hours. I had to work. I work. No, that's not okay. Work. Yeah. So would you ever consider getting married or? Sure. Would you stay mon- monogamous? Because it seems like you're very into sex. Oh, man. <laughs> um, I can never commit to where I'll be or what I want down the road right now. And marriage is only, I'm committing to you right now based on who we are. And if and when that changes, I'll let you know. I could conceivably absolutely be monogamous in the beginning. But seven years from now, I, I don't know. We'll talk about it. Mm, very interesting. So do you think a girl would go forward with you with that? Would you say, would you be honest about that and say that? Well, uh, everyone should have to say that. No one on their wedding day could honestly say their true wedding vows of, I promise forever to dot, dot, dot. That's a lie. Yeah. No one can do that. Yeah. Can no I, one could or should. Can I interject with it? To, can I self-promote here? Like a of course. Piece of shit. <laughs> well, I, I have actually have a joke about this because I always say, I hope I never cheat. I'm never going to say I could never because you can't say that. Like if some guys like, oh, I'd never cheat. Okay, well, you haven't been in every situation. The other joke I say is when was the last time you were all by yourself at a red light and a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader came up to your car is like, look, I'll suck your dick right now and then jump off a cliff so nobody knows that any of this shit, like you're not going to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, would not, you wouldn't even take her to a shrink. 
you'd be like, you better fucking jump. You know what I mean? You'd be like, you're going to do it, right? Like every dude, I mean, you just, you can't say you would never because you haven't been in every oh, situation. I, I agree. So I, like, I completely agree. So I, I think you're hitting the nail on the head. It's like, look, I hope I don't. You know, I, I want to be, you know, if you're with somebody that drives you crazy and you're in love with them in that great way, yeah, you don't ever want to hurt them and you want to be whatever faithful and all that kind of shit. But I mean, yeah, you hope it, I hope it doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I mean, flip it, flip it. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to put myself in situations where it would, you know, I'm going to be cool about that. I'm not going mean, to pull up to that red light that I know that. Right. Exactly. That, but... but like, I mean, you're, you, you just, I mean, fuck man. It's so, it's such a, it's just tough. I mean, there's so many, you can't promise anything. I, I can't promise. I'll never want non-monogamy, just like you can't promise that you'll never be an asshole and that right. you'll never put your job Definitely before us that. and that you'll never want to move to a small suburban town that I'm not wanting to move exactly. to. And there's a thousand things you can't promise. I can't promise. All we can do is commit to who we are now and keep reevaluating. Hope it keeps going. Open. Yeah. Hope yeah. it keeps working. Would you ever think about doing an open marriage? Do you think that would work? Uh, I think it does work for many, many people. I work with a lot of couples that are no doing way. it beautifully. Really? Oh, absolutely. I think they it all end... People. I think I think I think people. every open marriage ends no. like William H Macy's Ooh. character in Boogie Nights, where he's watching the guy bang his wife. He just shoots him and then himself. Like I think that's how they all end. There are, there are thousands, <laughs> thousands of relationships that have kids and they're living together yeah. and they're multi partnered and they're doing beautiful. Wow. And I know that is crazy. And I, before I started doing the show, I would be like Jerry and be like blown away. But now I've been doing the show for a while and I cannot believe how many people come in and say that and actually do it and and do it for comfortably and fine and well. And I was talking to someone recently about like these like swinger parties. Right. And I was like, I wouldn't want to do it because I don't know if showing up and there's a bunch of ugly dudes. But yeah. I guess it's like that you have to be accepted into certain places where you can go. And it's like they will only accept like good looking people. <laughs> and it's like, which is subjective. <laughs> it is very subjective. So I guarantee I, I, I think they're all do this way. Yeah, that I mean, that's I mean, only because like, I don't want like I could not. I mean, it's just OK. Just imagine if anyone's thick on the fence. Just here's my reasoning. Bro. I would never want to do it. Like, imagine the next time you're banging a hot chick and just imagine her boyfriend five feet away jerking off looking at you like, I'm OK. Yeah. Like, I don't need that. Like, yeah, it's I'm like good. we're the guys who can actually go with. Yeah, it's like, that man, are you were like, that is extra level. I don't know. That sounds hot. Yeah, really? yeah I'm not turned off by that because then you're in the splash zone. It's got to be like, <laughs> oh, that. Yeah, you got to get like you put a splash tarp, get up a little tarp up. Like, all right, there, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. It's it's like the psychology behind it to me is like we're comedians. We we're too neurotic. We and I'm too yeah. I'm too mistrusting of people too. I'm like this can't be this easy. I just get to bang your wife and you watch. Yeah, you're gonna yeah, kill yeah. me, right? This is like a joke. <laughs> You're both vampires. I'm your yes, field yeah. for tonight. That's I'm not exactly buying how this. I would feel. Yeah. So, have you ever done anything like that? For sure. Oh, you have. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, and here's and here's the thing. Listen, this is also generational. Our generation, let's just put us all in the same generation. Right. I don't know if we are or not, but the younger ones are not choosing labels and structures or even identities and sexual sexualities. And so That's the, marriage is on its That's way out. For me. It doesn't matter. Marriage is on its way out. And the best thing we can do is start to understand and stay open to hearing about it and learning about it because the younger generations, every generation waits longer to get married. And right. at some point they won't. You know what I was thinking recently? Um, <laughs> everyone talks about how people aren't really getting married and having kids. And I'm like, recently I was like, I was out and like, there's a lot of freaking kids. I think this stat is bullshit. I wish there were less kids. Why are there still so many kids? I thought we were done with this and they're freaking everywhere. We have the highest rate of singledom right now. We do. Yep. Ever. Yep. Yeah. Ever. I'm yep. trying to be comfortable with that. How like long Even in the think... wild West when fucking significant others are getting murdered every day, we're, we're still more single than we. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. When like your spouses are just dead. We're still. Yeah. Right That's a good now. point. How long do you think it's like okay to be single before you should start going, eh, maybe I should? Whenever. 
ever, I think. Yeah. Because you're Look, the whole no happy, rules guy. That's kind of a silly question. Yeah. The yeah. minute the minute any expert gives you a number or time frame, call They're bullshit. Yeah. Well, because this morning I was laying in bed and I was like trying to go, okay, I'm, I'm cool with being single because I, I haven't had this identity in a long time. And there's part of me that feels like uh, not, wor- not worth it if I don't have someone. Um, but then there's the other side of me that does want to appreciate it. And I was laying in bed thinking, I wonder how long I'll be able to be appreciating it before I start feeling like this is depressing. You don't have a choice. Singledom isn't something we can necessarily control. No, I'm going to force right? him into a relationship. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> You'll get Guess what? You're the dad. Yeah, I have a lasso in my, in my closet. I can pull that out anytime. Well, it's like anything else. There's going to be periods where you're going to feel lonely, and that's going to be a result of not having a primary partner. And I'd say that's the time when you focus more on your career and your social life. And there's other times where you're going to really value it. Yeah. I just say stay open. Stay open to letting things occur as they occur. Yeah, because when I was in a relationship, I was like, oh, when we were breaking up, I was like, I'm going to be single and this like sex in the city. Like, I'm so independent and I drink (laughs) and I drink Cosmos and I'm fun. But really what it is, it's like I'm just in my room like a hermit being like, well, someone (laughs) please swipe right on me on Bumble. (laughs) Like this sex in the city is sexless in the city. I like your idea, though, about how marriage is like going. Like, I think I think what's going to be fascinating, like in 50 years is to watch the book, The Scarlet Letter, being taught in schools. And people are like, wait, but what? 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 She just got dick? She just got some dick? You know, my dad was finger-banging three (laughs) different women driving me to school this morning. And this chick, what, we have the whole book written about some chick who caught a dick she's in trouble? We're dating That's going to be amazing. Right? But that's what's going to be, right? It's going to happen. Like, oh, God, like, people cared about this shit? For sure. Yeah. Next time, it'll be like, the next book will be like, you're proud to have the Scarlet Letter. Right, Because you right. like, didn't stay <laughs> yeah, with she, the asshole. She's going to end up being like this feminine hero. Good for her. We're moving there, though. There's a lot going on right now with slut shaming. Yeah, and yeah. My, well, you're the Amber Rose yeah, guy. My so, co-host yeah. on Amber Rose, we, uh, she does a thing called the slut walk. Hmm. My dad asked me about that last year. He's like, now what is this? What is a slut walk? <laughs> awesome. There's a slut walk? Awesome. I mean, he was, so, he was like, my dad's an open-minded guy, but he was like, really? There's a slut walk? Why would you slut And shit? he's like, but then he was like, why aren't you there? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Come on, why aren't you carrying the torch? Like, yeah. like Muhammad Ali at the Olympics, carry the flame yeah. for the slut. No, I mean, like, wh- why is it a- sluts? They give so much joy to so <laughs> many people. Why are we shaming them? Yeah. Like, why are we making them feel bad for, yeah. for spreading the greatest gift you could give? That's a anybody? very good point. Like, we're making them point. feel like shit for it? Well, th- my question is, what, what even is that? How do you right. define that? I got into a Twitter battle with someone who oh, claimed no. to be an expert. He was Why like, do you oh, listen to these idiots? I don't do it. I've learned. And he was like, everyone knows what a slut is. And I'm like, really? What's the scale? What scale are you using with which to assess this person? Right. Is there a magic number? And if so, where'd you get that from? Yeah. Right? Because it just means you're having more sex than I'm comfortable knowing about. Right. It, it, it does suck because I've never been in this like single world where I'm, I'm out there, but I am now. And I, I wasn't before because before I started dating my ex, I was very young and I was very shy and I didn't talk to guys and I didn't have a real boyfriend and I didn't go just hook up with people. So now I'm in this different, I'm in my thirties now and I'm more comfortable sexually, which I don't want to admit, but I am. And, um, and now I'm going, oh, that is bullshit that women can't be sluts and guys can. And all, all of a sudden I'm understanding that because it's like, no, girls like to have sex too. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't get it. It's so <laughs> stupid. I'm just, you know, like that, I, the only thing I get weirded out by is nothing. There's nothing really. Insect. I mean, I just don't like doing butt stuff, but that's it. I mean, that's just me. 
on you or to someone else? Either way, that's where the doo-doo comes from. I don't want to, you know. Like, I, again, as a comedian, I can also, yeah. too neurotic for the doo-doo. Yeah, I'm too neurotic for the butt stuff. I well, got a you, guys, you guys are amateurs. Basically. I got a buddy of mine who we loves are. eating ass. He's like, oh, it's the best thing ever. I'm like, man. If the, you were just bring I, some any, bread, have a poop sandwich. Yeah, it's like the same. Any, uh, you, uh, what if she just indigestion? You have yeah, no, no idea. I know. I'm like, gonna went out to both, dinner. I'm gonna gift you both a copy of my book. Do <laughs> <laughs> a little sexual maturing. To, I'm gonna be eating ass <laughs> in a week after this. I love it. This is great. Oh my god. Yeah. No. The the butt stuff. I, I, I don't know. How do you break down a girl who's too like uptight, like someone like me? How do I break it down? Yes, you want to break it down. Are you a horse? <laughs> what are you a horse? He's gonna have to mask. What, what, wait, you know what I mean? Like, if a girl's interested in this, if a girl's this podcast coming to the nineteen fifties. Say we say I say all of a sudden you and I fell in love deeply because I'm staring at you right now and I'm and the maintaining eye contact and, the and I can tell I'm bringing you in. Yes, but I'm not into that stuff. But you really are. How do you right. get me into it? A couple different ones. Number one, I would not force it upon you ever because sex is supposed to be hot and connective and fun. And so I wouldn't be a predator about it. Unless you're rapey, then it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but you don't want to do that. No, of course not. I, don't. I, I would I do a couple things. Uh, number one, I would slowly try to introduce things in. Like hinting, like, hmm, I just happened to see this butt thing hey, as Kristen. I was on my way home today. <laughs> Kristen, bad news. We're out of toilet paper. Good news. <laughs> I'm here. Is that like... Is that... Oh, man. You just de-eroticize that so quickly. <laughs> well done. I would do the opposite of that. I wouldn't de-eroticize things. I would try to eroticize them. Pair arousal with them. I'm sorry, Doc. <laughs> I would do a few things. I mean, number one, I would start to discuss. You know, I don't like the idea of hinting and being not confident. Okay, yeah. so, the, so you're the, saying be clear. Be clear, but the number one best way to get someone more interested in something is to wait till they're aroused. When we're aroused, mm. our inhibitions. We'll say yes. Yeah, it's kind is. of like being yeah. drunk. Yeah. Like you, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, think about the things you'll put in your mouth while aroused that you wouldn't while not. No question. No question. <laughs> Dude, if, if a girl is, okay, I banged a chick one time years ago in Little Rock, Arkansas. We went back to her loft and she was smoking hot and she let me in. And we had sex, and the whole time there was a homeless guy asleep on her floor. I didn't realize it until afterwards. What? But I still would have done it because she was that hot. It was like, yeah, I mean, it was fun. I thought you were going to say you are going to put the homeless guy in your mouth. No, I, I mean, it was, a, I, I have a story, but I was yeah, so horny that I just, he just started screaming man. and we were done. And he was, it was pitch black darkness. I didn't see him. So I just fired my shoe into the general direction. And I, <laughs> I, well, I didn't know what it was. I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, it was, you know, I, I just imagined like the twins from The Shining just coming right at us, like, what the so? And I, I, I bullseyed this poor guy. He had this big shoe print on his face. Did she know he was there? Yes. She was like, oh, I give him a key. He's a great artist. I'm like, just at least a heads up. Next yeah. Time. You know, like, yeah. but to, to, to the doc's I'm point, sure you inspired his art. She was that hot that I did, okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, had she told me beforehand, hey, by the way, there's going to be, there's going to be a guy wearing nothing but a trench coat. Covered in his own shit uh, right here. Is that okay? I mean, I'm, yeah, whatever. You know, I'm right. And once you're turned on, this is somewhat of a good example. Yeah. <laughs> He's kind of like that. I say the perfect not. example. Yeah. So, yeah, sort of. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to build on that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm also, this is where I think pornography is awesome. There's so many people that want to slam porn. Porn's a really good way for someone to slowly get comfortable seeing. I want slam porn. I don't want to slam porn. I want slam porn. Do you really? No, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. I'm way too uptight. Like I said, <laughs> damn, we got a lot of work to do. <laughs> I know. I, I do know. have to break you. Yeah, that's I, like literally meant break me. <laughs> like it's my back, so something. I know. You feel like the hair, like the the chick in a gumshoe movie. 
where he just can you just slap me around and teach me how to make love? Like that's how it is. Like don't have don't have that attitude. Don't say that. Break me in. When Stop I first it. when I first moved to LA, I was working at this product or I was interning at this like production company thing, and we were reading scripts all day, and then we'd have pitch meetings, and you pitch ideas, and I pitched. Obviously, I knew it wouldn't work, but this was kind of right before I was dating my boyfriend, and I was like, um. Because I, I hadn't had sex before that. I never had. I was very... This most recent boyfriend. Mm-hmm, but, you were with for eight years. Mm-hmm. He had not had sex lo- prior. No. You lost He's your virginity. Sex partner. Well, not at this point. Yeah, but you lost your virginity now. Yes. Holy shit. I, I, don't, I don't advise that at all. I don't either. But what I was going to say was in this production meeting, we were pitching ideas, like premises for movies. And I was like, a movie... And I was kidding. But I was like, a movie where the girl wants to lose her virginity. So she basically goes around like a bunch of like like football player dudes that will probably rape her. So, cause she doesn't want to initiate it. So she's trying to get, not rape, she but like. She wants to get it taken from she, her. Yes. Cause she can't, doesn't have the balls to do it on herself. So like, if I could just hang around with a bunch of rapists, I could just get this over with. Hmm. Anyway, it was supposed to be funny. Were you, that that sounds sounds like, I, I, sounds think, I think the bad part was the bad part was she was working for Pixar. That's what she's bleeding out. She's like, I got an idea for a car. It was an animated oh, No one jumped on that idea. They all made fun. I mean, I was obviously kidding, but they made but fun of me. But you bring up a good point that a lot of women being afraid of their own sexuality and being called a slut will try to find ways to have it taken versus just saying, I want awful. to get fucked tonight. Exactly. And I think it's really powerful for a girl to say I want sex. Yeah. But I, at the time I was too scared. I was just was too innocent and like and naive and yeah. and all that, that. That's awful. Yeah. So you need so there are certain girls that need this, you know, the guy to be able to take the reins that might be shy or say like guys that I don't want to have sex with anyone that's not assertive or solid. I know. No, now I know. Right. Yeah. That's so boring. Could you imagine? Yeah. I want to be. I want to feel attractive too. I want to feel like someone wants right. me as right. well. It's mutual. Yeah, because sure. it could 100%. make you feel a little rapey. Like as a guy, sure. be like, "Here, it's okay. Just move." No, you know, so it is. You <laughs> yeah, take, this you, is how it works. You drink the you, here. Yeah, it sounds creepy. You drink this Cosby cup of coffee here, <laughs> right, right, right. And, and this is right. how we're gonna. Oh do Oh my it. god, I just had the idea again, an, an amazing one, just like my movie idea. We should have a coffee place called Cosby's. <laughs> that's freaking amazing. Cosby's okay, coffee. Okay, take it off the air. I want. I don't want anyone to steal my idea. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's gold. That's such good. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I don't think you're in trouble, Chris. Yeah, no, I just think yeah, I don't think I think you're safe. Sorry, but I don't that think would be anyone. Hilarious. It would be hilarious, but I don't think anyone's gonna have the balls to. That'd that. be something like Nathan for you. Have you seen that in comedy? Yeah, show? sure, sure. They do like he did this <laughs> dumb Starbucks. Right. Cosby's. Anyway. Back to things that are important to our listeners. So, yeah. So, anything else? So, you said basically be clear on what you want. Oh, I forgot we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) It's gone Uh, strange place. Be clear with who you want. Ask for it. Wait till your partner's aroused and then try to introduce things. That's the best time to do it. And also, I think bringing in some pornography and watching it together so they can see what it can look like. They can see that it's arousing. That they survive. It's a wonderful roadmap. That it's survivable. I love porn for stuff like that. People to learn new things, to get more comfortable seeing things. Right, right, right. What do you think about when a guy's just completely watching it by himself too much? Do you think Uh, that there's... What's too much mean? Um... Please don't. Tell me, please explain. <laughs> Doc, where you start, to, where you start, you start like, to smell differently or something like you've done it so long and so much alone. My girlfriend's out of town. It's jerk off city. <laughs> like, I, you know, is that bad? That's not bad, is it? When she's out of town, well, you're, I'm surfing porn. You're both nailing it. There's this made up word called sex addiction and porn addiction. And right. experts and doctors will use it. It's not a real word. It's not recognized by any of the medical associations or the diagnostic manual. It's bullshit, even though there's TV shows about it. And you just nailed it. There's no criteria. 
You're mm. making it up and you're proving there isn't one. If you like to watch porn and masturbate and that's your sex life, congratulations. You're a solo sexual base. That's awesome. That's fair. But what about guys thinking that women are like the women in porn when they're not? Not all women are. Well, number one. Like they have this fantasy that this is how you do it and this is what it is. And it's not really. But that's not the guy's fault. That's culture's fault. We don't provide any other examples of sexuality other than the hidden pornography. And so that's the only place you have access to learning and seeing about it. But it feels like it should be his fault because he should be smart enough to know that that's not real. Because women also are not smart enough to know that life isn't like the Real Housewives or The Bachelor. Yeah. Or People Magazine. (laughs) Touche. That's true. So you're saying sex should be just way more in the open than how it already There's is. There's a teacher right now getting shamed for wearing a form-fitting dress. That's so stupid. Students. I heard about that. God forbid you acknowledge she has a body and deal with the fact that if you're aroused by that, let's talk right. about it. Yeah, like my son got a boner and I'm not okay with this. This is awesome. Like that's what the, parent, that's oh, what the parents yeah. are saying. And, and that, we live in a sexual world. Sex is everywhere. Sex is going to come up. You're going to see, we have to learn how to encounter it. But instead we hide it and then people don't know how. Right. Well, Dr. Donahue, Sex Outside the Line. Yes. It's a very awesome book. And the, I love the cover. It's very sexy cool. and intriguing. It's smooth. I like it. And um, so we can check you out on Loveline. And yes. where else can we find you? Loveline Podcast. Um, also, I don't know. Right now, that's all, that's all, that's all I'm doing. That's awesome. That's a good place <laughs> to be. pretty good. Thanks. Yeah. On and iTunes. Jerry. Yes. Where can we find you besides? You can find me at JerryRocherComedy.com. Right, yeah. <laughs> you can find me at JerryRocherComedy.com. It's got all my social media links there. I have a brand new album out called Pickle Dick, which you could get on awesome. iTunes or Amazon <laughs> Digital. It's only digital, but please pick it up. I don't think the doctor can relate to that. Yeah, no, it's, it was my nickname in elementary school. So oh, that's, I, that's my name the album. Yeah. That's amazing. Pickle Dick, yeah. All right, well, thanks everyone for listening. Please rate us on iTunes. Give us five stars, even if you hate us. And uh, check us out on connectpal.com slash askwomenpodcast for extras. And um, we come out every Thursday. So we will see you guys next week. Bye.